ready to rumble. <laughs> Welcome to Technically Speaking, episode four. We missed last week. Apologies, yeah, everyone. Rain, that was, that was went to rain check. That was, uh, that was this gentleman here's fault. Yes. I'm Peter Donoghue. I'm Aaron McElhuis. And uh, yes, you've made it to episode four. After two weeks, I don't know how you survived without us serenading you. Whether you're on the train or what do you, what do you, when do you listen to podcasts? Uh, before I go to my bed. Do you not fall asleep though? Uh, yes. And then Surprised do you know, I've not choked myself to death. No, yeah. but I tend to think whenever I'm listening to podcasts, I'll fall asleep 15 minutes in and then I'll spend the next day going through the first 15 minutes. <laughs> heard that bat, heard that bat, heard that bat, heard that bat. Oh, oh, I didn't hear that bat. Oh, I have heard that bat. <laughs> then then you hear, you've heard about later on and then you listen to 10 minutes more than you fall asleep again. Aye. So I've, uh, I've tried to avoid podcasts in the uni. I just, that's what I, I do. I'm a podcast commute man. Podcast commute man. I'll come in from work. Well, I've done like an 85 or whatever. I had a long shift the day before. Come in from work. Lie in bed. Stick a podcast on at like 7 at night. And then wake up. Like 4 in the morning. Like, and uh, your, your uh, podcast app has listened to like nine <laughs> podcasts. That's my data has just been rinsed. Yes, but it's like, it's like a few podcasts that you wanted to listen to have just disappeared. Mm-hmm. They just don't show up on Apple Podcasts. Aye. It's like, yeah, you've listened to that. We won't show you that. And I'm, I'd, I'd like to find that podcast again. No, no, you don't need to see that. You've listened to it. It's okay. It's okay. We'll hide that from. Yeah, just chance. Yeah, just chance. I'd say it's a good segue. An app that doesn't work properly. Uh-huh. Because... Aye. When I was thinking about what I wanted to um, discuss for this week, since we do like to switch up as to who decides, my keyboard broke up. The on keyboard the... broke on my MacBook Pro. Oh. Now, have you heard about this? I have heard about it. Have you heard about this? Yes. Now, um, this is not new. I've got one of the new MacBook Pros with the touch bar mod cons. We've spoken about it before. We have. Paid a ridiculous amount of money for it. Now, it broke on me, not for the first time. Only broke for a few minutes. A crumb from my dinner, to be expected. What, obviously, what, what was the what was um, it? Was some breaded fish. Oh. Breaded fish. I think it was haddock. Ah, it's a, it's a class. That's a staple. It's a staple. It's a staple to have while you're watching Netflix. What, what I have to say, I've done object here just to give you every piece of advice. Um, <laughs> I think it's I think it's bird's eye. Bird's eye. Maybe bird's eye. Have started. It might be uh, Youngs. Have started doing like tempura frozen fish. Oh my god, that's just you, you oven cook it. You put vinegar on it. You do. Still crispy. See that bread eating that all just soaks, soaks in, it. and then you're like wading Soggy. through vinegar in yes. your mouth, like that's just totally offsetting. Yeah. I would re- ten out of ten would recommend. My thanks to Youngs for sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> so yes, uh, MacBook. It was like the N key. I was having a having a nosy online N breaks. Oh. That way it's like it's nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. You can hear it's working now. By the time, nothing. Squidging it down all four corners, nothing, nothing at all. It's happened to me a few times before, um, but what I thought was really, really funny is there's now a lawsuit. Apple are getting sued for how bad their keyboard is. They are actively just, there's plaintiffs that are going, yep, you knew this keyboard was goosed when you put it out there. And uh, part of that is because they've had to file for a lawsuit purely because they, they submitted a patent saying we're going to update our keyboard so that it's less dust resistant. So because they had submitted a patent saying it was less dust resistant, it means they knew that this wasn't dust resistant. Uh, 
So this spurred an idea. Apple love a lawsuit. Apple do love a lawsuit. Do you remember when um, Samsung and Apple had their lawsuit <laughs> and they paid them in one cent? Uh-huh. And they Apple had truckloads. <laughs> Apple have just had like a massive square go with like, every image Nokia happened with. What happened with Nokia? Um, I'm sure Nokia just basically turned around and said that... You can't make phones, we make phones! Apple had like used like, loads of the, like, things that they had patented and all that kind of thing and it went to court. Patents were a few pure big uh, thing when phones were first started uh, out. Though. It was in 2009, I've just looked it up here. And so Nokia sued claiming that they'd failed to pay for the right to use Nokia's various technologies and then Apple countersued <laughs> claiming Nokia had infringed 13 of Apple's patents. <laughs> um, tat for tat, I would say. So, this issue is widespread. Um, I think with the MacBook, where it kind of first kind of gained a lot of prominence, was there was an article written by Casey Johnson for the Outline. Mm-hmm. It was written towards the tail end of last year, and um, it was fantastic. Um, she basically talks about her experience of her keyboard breaking, her new MacBook Pro. And her going to the Apple store to go to get it fixed. <laughs> now it is fantastic. Some of the lines here. Maybe it's a piece of dust the genius had offered. <laughs> the previous time I'd been to the Apple store for the same computer with the same problem, a misbehaving keyboard, geniuses had said to me the exact same nonchalant words and I'd been stunned into silence. The first time because it seemed so improbable to blame such a core problem and such a small thing. And the second time because I couldn't believe the first time I was, it wasn't the first time I was hearing this line. It wasn't a fluke. But this time, the third time I was ready, hold on, I said, if a single piece of dust lays the whole computer out, don't you think that's kind of a problem? That is a, a massive problem. I mean, consider how small a dust particle is. Dang it! And it, like, the thing is with this, like, as it goes on to say in the article and is now common knowledge because this problem's become such a thing, <laughs> you can't just remove a key Give it a wee dust underneath and pop it back on. No, because that's the thing. I remember, like, back in high school, it'd be very common for you to be like, if you're in, like, graphics, you'd pop off a few of the keys, mix them up, so when uh-huh. one of the less smart people got, like, why is the P <laughs> a D? Or Rather what? than, like, QWERTY UI, hope you've got, like, QWERTY <laughs> Jekyll, lad, <laughs> at the top of your keyboard. Oh, man. There was Dell keyboards. <laughs> it was like the you, classics. It was like the keyboard at the science center, like to get the the keys to go down. You had to like stand on because they were like big cubes. They were ridiculous. They had such a satisfying time. click, though. Oh. I loved it. I don't know if you did. Aye, I suppose so. Um, so, do you what do you, what do you think Apple should do? Do you think there should be like we've obviously spoken about the battery on the SE and how. They've known that it's not been great. They'll yeah. Place it for twenty five quid. Do you think something similar should happen? Where I feel like the lawsuit might result in something like that happening. Um, so I mean, to kind of give you some prices, and if this was to happen to my laptop and I wasn't able to repair it and I took it to an Apple store, um, these are American prices, but the top case retails for seven hundred dollars. And, um, it's part of what, like 550 quid probably? Yeah, so it, it's, they've quoted as much as $700 to get a piece of dust. Out of a keyboard. Out of a keyboard. Um, and uh, the path from a piece of dust to a $700 repair is terrifyingly short, as they say in the article. Uh-huh. 
I mean, we'll post this article on the. Uh, it'll be on the, the socials. On the socials and also in the show notes, we'll put it in as well. Uh, it was an absolutely fantastic article. I thought that when I first got my MacBook Pro, that the keyboard being a bit janky was just part of the design, mm-hmm. something to expect. But when you do think about, it, there's no other keyboard in the market that few crumbs fall into and it renders it broken and it what makes a horrible noise why does it does, did it is it just because the keys are so like slim or whatever like they just jam so or? i think it's because the macbook pro has got a they call it a butterfly keyboard and that's like the way that the keys press down it looks like the mechanics are actually like it's like wings uh, of a butterfly so that in turn means that that's the reason you can't pull it off but it also means because it's pushing down, that's what makes it so easy to break, in essence. So they, they've created the butterfly keyboard because, you know, it's uh, less travel, uh, more, know, you could say it's nicer to type on. Most people who've moved from an old one to a new one have went, this one is nicer and more pleasant to type on. It's, you'd make less mistakes. All the kind of good stuff. But they've inadvertently allowed it to break by, by, by dust. By dust. Death by dust for a, for a £1,200 uh, laptop. Yeah, man. No, so, um, get a Surface Pro. Uh, uh, so that that was uh, that was what started my my search for a podcast idea. And from there, you know, at first I was just like, I'm going to just look up other things in tech that have, that have not worked yeah. properly. Just, just been a total failure. Um, one of the first ones that I thought of, um, this is great audio content, I'm going to show you a picture of <laughs> It was of the very first Android phone. Right. I don't know if you remember the T-Mobile G1. I had this phone. I had this phone. And you will probably remember it. T-Mobile as well. Yes. You remember this phone? Oh. And it had the weird hinge. Yes. So it had a Y-shaped hinge. I had a Motorola Droid. Oh, so this like swept out and up? So it's a weird movement. So say say it's sitting like that, um, the, the you could slide it up like this, mm-hmm. but the movement would be kind of in a Y shape, oh. like the top end of a Y. And that was the hinge that they used. Oh, so the hinge is like so the hinge is under here, and it goes like that. Yes. Right. It's like, like a C shaped hinge. Yes. Almost. Almost like a C shape. That's um, So that was bold. That's the first ever Android phone. That was the first ever Android handset, um, T-Mobile G1, the Google One. Now, that's not even the part I'm here to complain about. Right. The part I'm here to complain about is the small rollable ball that they placed in the middle. But no, it wasn't like one of those where you move it, it had a ball that spun. Ball that came out like the bottom of an old mouse type. Yes, an actual ball. Now, I'm going to guess this was inspired by, I think Blackberry were doing something, I remember people, there was a little yes. thing, I never, I never yes. had a Blackberry. I never had a Blackberry. I wasn't one of those, uh, what was it, BBM days, I was like, it's not BB chat, <laughs> the BBM, <laughs> BB uh, Messenger. Blackberries were one of those where it was like, they, it was were, a, they were a phone to have. It was social status before like, the iPhone. They were like businessmen phones, it was and real. people started getting them. It was and like wee boys, wee boys and girls had them, and also men in suits had them. Because I remember my, my uncle, right, David, who's the, like, the financial advisor, um, he had a Blackberry. Yeah. He had like, um, like a cracking like, MG 
car and a Blackberry phone and I just remember being on a that Blackberry I was kill as fuck. He's done well though on MG and Blackberry, two I, brands I, which I are uh, not doing so <laughs> Well he's, he's moved on now. I'm sure he's uh, moved on. To Sam, no I'm kidding. God rest Sam. Uh huh, so, I mean, just looking at this, again, photo on the socials we'll have to post. Beautiful. So I've the been... roller ball was it just? It was terrible. So, it didn't scroll, it was meant for like, I think when they first started Android, it had like a pointer. Mm-hmm. So you would move the ball about and it would like hover over apps and you would push the ball and So it would be like quite like sort of like dirt, 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 yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. fluid motion correct, type thing. Correct, 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 correct. And uh, oh mate, it was brutal. It was absolutely horrible. I mean, you had a touch screen, so why were you? I don't know why you would have used it in the first place. Aye. But um, I will never forget that ball because it allowed the phone to not sit flat because it raised <laughs> the phone off at the bottom and you could slide it about because the ball was like it's like a, like a healy. Yes, you like that. I've got to uh, got to scroll. <laughs> Um, but also if you sl- moved your phone, slide right along the desk. So it scratched the top end of the phone. Yeah, I remember yeah. as well the phone you had that had the uh, the slide. So that was the that was the Motorola Droid. Uh-huh. That was a phone that was really big in America and was never big here. And uh, yeah, I got bullied because people said it looked like a laptop. I quite liked it. I have to say, I quite liked it. it was but beast. it was just the way the way that it slid out. It was like a proper like every time it slid out, it was like that. Like a but I think I remember well, one day well, you said and you done it and it just flew off the end <laughs> like a ramp. Oh my god! Now I think what happened to that towards the end was just the screws or something. No, it? I'd been to the beach and oh. it'd get sand in the hinge oh. and it would crackle like You're listening at <laughs> small particles. Eh? Yeah, oh, no, but this was like I think it'd been buried in sand. I wouldn't expect any laptop to work after it'd been buried in sand. Um, so that was uh, that was the other um, kind of key failure that I remembered. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the ball the ball of the G one, and uh, yeah the hinge, hinge of that Motorola Droid. I forgot about that. Um, I remember when that thing fell, it would you'd think a brick could hit the floor, <laughs> man. It was so heavy. Um, I remember trying to one ones that happened to me. Well, I know a few. Aye, there, there's a fair few. The old days. Tell us, tell us, tell well, us. Obviously, we've heard about the, the Beats that just didn't work. The Beats, yes. Uh, the LG, I had an LG cookie at one point, if you remember. I remember the LG cookie. Um, you could have taken a hammer to that touchscreen. So that was a resistive touchscreen? It had like so, a, a stylus. No, but it was like, you know, the, one of those, it was almost like there was a sheet of like cellophane. Oh, it's like, you would press down, you could see the screen <laughs> moving to touch. The actual touch screen. Uh, oh mate, well, it was like it's like when people like break their iPhone screen and they take them to somewhere that's not like proper. No, like, not no, it's not even that. And they put like they put like a bit of glass that would be on the floor of the CN tower <laughs> on it. And it's like this is three feet deep. <laughs> I can't actually touch the phone. No, the this the screen that they used. Oh, apologies. Um, what? Same time in four weeks that it happened. Barely. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> what was I was going to say the screen that they used on the LG cookie is the same one that they use on a Nintendo DS oh. and I think there was a big thing because basically you could use anything on a resistive touch screen and it would, uh-huh. it would register as a touch so at first everyone thought it was great because you could wear gloves uh-huh. like, look at my LG cookie works with gloves uh, like no what's no. with sledgehammer <laughs> 
Honestly, it was a dreadful phone. You, did you have an image? So you Aye. did. Every, the stylus everyone, everyone had an image. I cookie. lost the stylus and then um, like that got filled with dust as well. Lovely, lovely um, old job. The other one, I had an iPod Touch. That was one that I had that um, was very defective. Put my earphones in it one day, put the earphones in, no audio. It's like that. When the iPod is failing and it's one job? So I was like, uh, I literally, uh, you have one job. You had one to job. To provide me with music. Yes. So. Or was it, a, is it an iPod Touch? Touch. Like one of the early days? Yes. Remember you Tap Tap Hero? Oh. Uh, I forgot that game existed uh, until you just said iPod the, Touch. Uh, it was just Guitar Hero for your phone, it was great. The, the, what's the one when it was like, the, you had to flick the paper into the bin? Oh, paper toss? Paper toss. Well, oh, doodle jump! Doodle jump. Oh my goodness, oh, doodle a classic. jump. Um, so I took it to the to the Apple store and a, a genius um, oh. just said that so basically when the there's like when when you plug the, the earphones in uh-huh. with the jack yeah another another thing that's disappearing R.I.P. Um, boys rip. gone too soon and there's like two did, sort of did someone say ox either side of it <laughs> two connectors either side of it that obviously like complete the circuit type ah okay and uh, one of them had bent so it was good. So, so, aye, so the circuit wasn't being completed basically, and then it, it sort of. So they gave me a refurbed one for free. Okay. Didn't right. tell me it was refurbed. Okay. Told me it was new. Okay. And it did not play any like video. So you would go to YouTube and it just wouldn't wouldn't play. Nice. And I looked it up and it was like, oh, this is it. This is a problem with refurbed iPods. And I was just like, oh, well, I can't take this back. So just basically suckled with it. Wow. Got an iPhone 4. Oh, the four, the four. And moved on. That um, was pre-Siri days. That was. What do you make a Siri as well? Siri's terrible. Siri just I doesn't. Really, Siri doesn't work either. Siri doesn't often. work. I think they've really fallen behind. Like, see when you see we've got a Amazon Echo in our uh, house, and see when you use that, or even a, my dad's got one of the Pixel phones, and it's got Google Assistant on it, mm-hmm. and um, they're 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 years ahead of Apple, because I think. There's been a big discussion in the tech industry, don't want to get too in the weeds, but basically Apple are really good at protecting your information, mm. whereas because Google and Amazon use your information... Oh, Google love information. But, but they use that to make their software better. Mm-hmm. So you speaking and Google listening, they'll use that information to go, well that Scottish person uh, <laughs> speaks a bit weird, we'll uh, use that to try and make sure that we're able to understand Scottish people better. Oh, Siri, like, whereas Siri, it's all about, pri- well with Apple they're very much like, your data is yours, it's private, we won't use it for anything, and I think that's just, well, you, they don't have enough resources to bring in Scottish people, to bring in uh-huh. all the people, so half people the time, with like a pure weird Hungarian accent. Yeah, so like, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and they'll, like, tech ones, and they'll talk about, like, saying, hey Siri, and yep, my phone didn't do anything. But <laughs> every but every time they're like, probably set off a lot of phones there. <laughs> and it's like, no, you didn't. My phone's never went off when I've said hey Siri in my entire life. Hey Siri. Nope. Nah, no. Silent. Radio silence. Um, Whereas Google Assistant is great. Did you see the the thing they announced at Google I.O.? I didn't know. The thing with the hairdresser, have you not seen the video? No. <gasps> have you not seen this? No, I haven't. We're going to divert and talk about news for a second. 
So um, Sundar Pichai, the CEO of Google, came out. Google I.O. is like their big developer conference. They do it every year. They announce a whole bunch of stuff for Android and everything they're kind they of working like on. They the Apple keynote before Google. Yes, yes, yes exactly. Or Magical. Uh, right, we'll, we'll, I'll get to that. So, Sundar comes out and he says, we've developed a technology where um, Google, as a Google Assistant can make phone calls for you. Mm-hmm. And they give an example. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut the example of it just now so you can hear it. And then, well, don't worry, we'll, we'll put it in for the listeners. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I can, you can come back and get your feedback because it's scary. It's scary okay. how natural it sounds. Okay? What's so happening out here? Hi, I'm calling to book a woman's haircut for a client. Um, I'm looking for something on May 3rd. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. Sure, what time are you looking for around? At 12 p.m. We do not have a 12 p.m. available. The closest we have to that is a 1.15. Do you have anything between 10 a.m. and uh, 12 p.m.? Depending on what service she would like, what service is she looking for? Just a woman's haircut for now. Okay, we have a 10 o'clock. 10 a.m. is fine. Okay, what's her first name? The first name is Lisa. Okay, perfect. So I will see Lisa at 10 o'clock on May 3rd. Okay, great. Thanks. Great. Have a great day. Bye. Uh, so what do you think? I mean, uh, that's actually blown me away. How wild is that? It's, it's not the... Like, it doesn't not make it well it doesn't it doesn't make a mistake but it doesn't not make a mistake at the same time because you get the uh, um mm-hmm. it's, there's very human aspects to it like the fact the woman on the other end of the phone didn't even know that it was ai so that's that's been the thing that everyone in the kind of tech community has been saying saying is it right ethically for you not to know that you're talking to a robot I should think- you know should it be like hi i'm google i'm calling on behalf of such and such or does that make you just go put the phone down because you don't you want to talk to a robot? Because you want to talk to I, a robot. I don't robot. think. Because then at that point, what if they do make a mistake on your behalf? Uh-huh. What if they do? What's the? What if it does do something? You're liable. How does that all work? It's uh-huh. like such a can of worms that it opens. Well, it's a thing where it's like if it's a hairdressing appointment, it's a bit. It's innocent. Yeah. And with all things like, like this, there there'll be bugs and there'll be things that need fixed and ironed out and mistakes made. And it just depends on whether or not society's ready yeah. to accept those mistakes so that we can move on. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I don't, I don't see how. It, obviously, there does come a point where, for certain things, you would have to know if it's a real person. It is like the future, though. But uh-huh. no, but for me, when I was when I was listening to it, um, it was about like, is this something which will work, or will it have the fate of the Apple keyboard, where uh-huh. doing something really stupid will mess it up. Um, there was another part of the clip which I didn't play and they phoned for a reservation for six people mm-hmm. and the woman on the line says we only take reservations um, for was it like up to four people something really weird mm-hmm. and you could tell the AI didn't know and it handled it it got it okay but you could just you could hear it like it slowed down a little bit and it was uh-huh. just about like um uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh I mean that's I think for things like a hairdresser's appointment, um, like just just like just 
tasks that you maybe don't have time for. Like, cause I mean, like that things like that for me. Like, I've got. But ideally, but ideally, what you want is a robot talking to a robot. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you want the hairdressers to have a robot who can answer the phone, oh. so that there's no humans. Cause it feels a little bit unfair. It's almost like a class thing. It's like I've got a good phone, so I maybe we'll get a robot or a, a an assistant. No, I mean, I don't to do all my stuff for well, me, whereas the, the service worker who's getting paid minimum wage is now having to talk to robots. But then you can draw that comparison of like rich people have maids and servants do their work. Yeah, very true. So it just commoditises it uh-huh. though, and is that a good thing? And uh, But that makes things like that more accessible, because I mean, people... Well, there's lots of good examples as well, isn't there? Uh-huh. There's people who maybe are too anxious to talk on the phone, maybe people who aren't able to speak, people mm-hmm. who have kind of issues in that Because way. I'm assuming you can type to Google Assistant and ask it to do these things. You can you type to Google speak. Assistant. Yes. And then that means that it can do that. So it can be like, can you make an, an appointment for me? That, I mean, I think something like that could be great for people with diseases like motor neuron disease and stuff. I think that would be excellent. That'd be fantastic. Because um, obviously, like, known a couple of people who've had it. Yeah, man. Um, I think that would have been of great benefit to them. Definitely. Because it's not just that you can't speak, sometimes speech is a struggle on certain days and stuff like that, so I think that would be great for, for that kind of thing. Yeah. Especially if you, then you could get a thing like the Stephen Hawking thing where he had moved one muscle in his cheek and he could type with that. Then That's awesome. that could open that full can of Totally. So I think it's a good thing. I'm for it. Yeah, definitely. I think, it, I think it's a good thing as well. I just think it was really weird how the first thing that everyone thought about was the ethics. I think we live in a world now where people just want everything to be black and white as if it's right or if it's wrong uh-huh. and it's one of those ones where well it could be used to terrible effect but it could also be used well, to great, great it's, effect it's such uh-huh. a great area yeah so I am uh, curious to see what happens there now what I'm thinking is we'll cut to a break and then we'll come back we've both got two funny stories two funny tech related stories about well mine mine is in relation to a a unexpected feature in a phone. Mm-hmm. That's what I've decided to go for. Very, very on topic. Very on topic. Is much more off topic. Okay, well I'm excited to see. Social media based story. Awesome. So, well, my phone, my phone story, it may or may not be able to handle a social media interaction, let me tell you. Oh. We'll come back after this break. Short time listener, first time caller. So we're back, and uh, to close out, we've got our funny stories. Now we're not calling it Nintendo Dabble. No, not this week. week. No, uh, have you got a name for it? I've not even had a chance to think. The on the spot, uh, and the, on the spot. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Nah, I can't. I'm actually nah? don't even know. No. Okay, okay, that's fine. I'm gonna call it the dumb phone, but that's just me. Okay. Now, like any good gentleman dumb, and host. Dumb phoned Dumbfounded, is that what you're trying to go for? I like it. Dumbfounded it is. Now, like any good host and gentleman, I'm going to let you go first. Let me go first. So the off-topic story is yes. the first one then. Yes. So this, uh, this is actually from... In fact, can I just say I won the poll last week? Did you? Just when you know, that's one uh, note to me. That's, that's absolutely fair enough. Um, Let's however, see if I can reclaim it. Same-sex couples? Yes. A bug? Come on. The, the, I disagree. Okay. Uh, okay. So this story is actually from today. 
Right, fresh, hot off uh, the press, I like it. Is it is indeed. Like so it's essentially not. just that um, Donald Trump has uh, been barred from blocking people oh, on Twitter uh, due to their political beliefs. Now is this not just in general he can't block people? Um, or is it just only if it's political? I would think that if there were to be like abuse then, then he's allowed to. He would be allowed to. Do you think he's? Do you think he'll comply with this law? No. Could you um, imagine a judge being like, right, hand the iPhone over, <laughs> and you see if you've blocked anyone? Uh, basically, they've said that it would be a violation of free speech if he blocked mm. people. Um, is that because he's the president, or is that just a precedent for blocking th- in general? I mean, that's the that's the that's the thing. You would think it's just because he's the president, but then that would be. So what, what what you're telling me here is... I mean, the law works in precedence, as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but what you're telling me is that Donald Trump, master of fake news, can now no longer block all of the liberals mm-hmm. who bam him up. Uh-huh. Which is glorious. It's a glorious thing. I like where you've went with this story. Um, I like where you've went with this story. So I wonder if he has actually tweeted about it. Fake news, CNN, I will keep <laughs> blocking people. Come Sad. On, fucks. Sad. <laughs> Basically, I just I, an idiot can't block people who disagrees with them anymore. Um, because all government officials are presumed to follow the law once the judiciary has said what the law is, we must assume that the president and his social media director will remedy the blocking we've held to be unconstitutional. Like so not that. just... Like that. I think that so it's retroactively... He has to, go to now go back and unblock everyone, which will then mean that he'll have to look, oh, why did I block them again when they said this? So why have I blocked this person because they did this? And imagine you get blocked. You could then go to the police and be like, boys, boys breaking the law. Big, uh, big... London. Like Trump. Trumpus. I mean, I don't know about you, right? Being Scottish and obviously his mother being Scottish. Yes. That embarrasses me. Did you hear? Did you hear the other story with Donald Trump? He banned Iron Brew at Turnberry. Did he? (laughs) Because orange was like orange stains or something like that, and all the American outlets have just been like, "But you're orange, Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you banning orange soda? They're calling it. They're not calling it Iron Brew because they've never heard of it." We won't, we won't go there. We won't I think you can get Dakota at Dakota Locks, Glasgow City Centre, but not in Dakota Eurocentral. Well, um, you guys owned by Trump, is that what you're telling me? We are not. Thanks. No, it's good for that clarification. So, it's your story. I like it. Now, my story is about is me pulling apart an article that I found on a PCMag.com. You always go to really obscure websites. I mean, I'd consider PCMag a pretty mainstream situation, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've never heard well, they're a magazine. I'm the, I'm the layman here. They're the magazine. They're a magazine. They just have an online site. Ah. Now, I was looking for... I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and find some odd phones after um, reminiscing on the G1. Now, I found a phone called... <laughs> now, I think you recognise the brand. Kyocera. Oh, can I, can I have a look here? Yes, yes. Now, these guys, as memory serves me right, they also make, like, athletic goods. Mm-hmm. As well as... Do they not sponsor a Formula One team? I want to say they do as well. I want to say and they, they have... What is their logo? Is it like some sort of three-pronged orange thing? It may be, yeah. That sounds about right. That so, rings a very vague bell in my head. So this, the article from PC Mag is called 12 Ridiculously Niche Smartphones. 
Now this bad boy only comes in at number 9, but it was by far my favourite. Yes. Now, can I read this to you? You can. Am I allowed to? Now it says, the Kyocera Rafre KYV40 really rolls off the tongue. Actually, oh, indeed. says, durability is a big deal in the phone world, and manufacturers are constantly working to develop tougher screens. But Kyocera's Japan-only Rafre, a follow-up to 2015's Digno Rafre, phone is built to handle a problem we didn't even know we had. It's washable with soap and water. Oh my god. The marketing materials talk about how we use phones to check recipes whilst we're cooking and expose them to the elements, so a device that can withstand hot water without damage is a pretty good idea. What the hell? If you're a kind of person who likes to take a lot of bath selfies, this could be the niche phone oh for you. Oh my god. <laughs> could you imagine? Get, let's get this, like the video for it is fan. Look at the, look at the screenshot. Oh. They're going ham with some fairy liquid on that. I mean, this is like, it's one of those things that was like the, it was all talking about earlier on, like the JCB phone and that, these phones that are made to be like indestructible and they would like go into the, into the middle of the jungle and dip them in fecal matter and all yeah, sorts man. and show that they still worked after. Um, so, that was the first one. Now, my favourite one came in at number 12. Now, I don't know if they were doing this from best to worst or worst to best. Mm. This could be the worst one. It was my favourite. It was my favourite. So, it's called the No Phone. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. So, the No Phone is a self-professed, technology-free alternative to the constant hand-to-phone contact that gives people... That get... Yes. That gives people addicted... To their mobile, come on, let me talk here. So, it's a technology-free alternative to constant hand-phone contact that gives people addicted to their mobile phone a way to kick the habit. Right. Okay. It retails at ten dollars. Right. And it's just a hollowed. It's a solid hunk of plastic. Shut up. What? So it's just. That is the same shape and style as a smartphone. So it's essentially a nicotine patch. Yes, it is just a hunk of plastic. That is called the no phone. Now my favourite bit, my favourite bit is you can upgrade to a mirror version for fifteen dollars. <laughs> that is fantastic. That is outrageous. Now I'd actually heard of this phone before. They went on Dragon's Den, the equivalent of that in America. It's called Shark Tank. Shark Tank. They got investment. Shut up. They got investment. That is outrageous. Because they were selling, like people were buying them, like in the thousands. It's a very American thing. But it was, I think, it was more of like. Like prank gifts. Uh huh. Like, you're addicted to your phone, here's something for you to kick the habit, like, here's an intervention tool. Like, like an iPhone, uh, like, put it in an iPhone box. Yeah. I wonder how many people got sent those after buying a phone on eBay. No doubt, tons of them will have, tons of them. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that, they're, that's my story. I just found two funny phones and thought that I could that share them. Is, uh, the no phone I've got to say is funny. What one would you be going for? Uh, you, would, you, uh, would you have to upgrade to the the mirrorless version? Ah, I mean, I'd, the Raffrey sounds like the Raffrey. <laughs> sounds like the phone for me. It's got to be the Raffrey, yeah. not the Dingo Two for twenty fifteen. It's got to be the Raffrey. Now to close out, I want to ask you, taking away back to episode one, mm-hmm. how's the phone hunt going? Uh, I've I've got my heart set on the next phone. Right, what phone's that going to be? Uh, the Huawei. 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 What Huawei? <laughs> so that sounds like Sir Alex Ferguson trying what? to say something. Who <laughs> uh, hopefully is making a speedy recovery. Yes, can we just say speedy recovery, Sir Alex? Um, Sir Alex. Sir Alex. Uh, point. Now. Point. <laughs> Come on, what phone? The Huawei. Huawei. What? Absolutely terrific. P twenty. The P twenty, not the Pro. <laughs> not. Uh, and, and uh, I don't know. 
um, I mean, if, if O2 stores had it in stock, You'd be happy. then I would be right be on with it. Now, I want to say thank you to friend of the podcast, Jamie, because he's the one who suggested the P20. Uh-huh. And then I've looked in it and got it, so thank you, Jamie. Well, you're not going to get Well, I'm going to get it. Friend of the show. Friend he's of the show. Definitely a friend of the show stays. He's, he's the second friend of the show. I like it. I like it. So, to close out, thank you for listening. Thank you. We would love to hear your podcast ideas. Now, you've got two ways that you can do that. I think you all know now. But you can get in touch using the Anchor app. That would be the recommended way to get in touch. It would be the recommended way to get in touch because not only can we literally fire your voice into the podcast directly. And then out to the ether of the internet. Yes. But it also gives us less work to do editing-wise, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. So we'd appreciate that. Um, and how else can you get in touch? Uh, any of the social medias. Uh, at TechnicallyPod. Correct. Twitter and Instagram. Correct. And then technically speaking on Facebook. If yes. You look it up. Yes. Uh, and technically pod at gmail.com. That is, that is, uh, that is incorrect, <laughs> mate. Incorrect. Uh, we bought our own domain name, remember? So we did. So it's uh, hello, hello at technically pod. pod. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm not going to lie. And it's top code of UK. Top code of UK. Yes. So uh, please, please, uh, please do not email that Gmail account. We do not have access to it. Um, (laughs) They will just disappear. Yeah. Um, I would say though, if you get in touch on Anchor, you are three three to four percent more likely. That's a very precise number, on. How you able to dice that one out there? I mean, it's just a gift. You've got a gift. Okay. Well, on that note, we're going to close things out here. Thank you very much for listening, and we will hopefully see you next week. Next week. Adios. I know it hurts to lose your guy.